Yes, sir. All right, and we're recording. Uh, this is episode three of Peaked in College, starring uh, Craig Nielsen and David Wood. Uh, welcome back, Craig. It's been a, a couple-week hiatus here. Um, it's good to see your pretty face. It has been, David. Uh, good to see your, your face for radio. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate I that. It. I do miss that name. Uh, I think that was a great name for a show. Um, very, very thoughtful and creative of both of us, but uh, it's, it's just too bad now because people have to look at us, so we can't keep that name, but well, that, that's why we peaked in college. Like we came up with it. We had the good ideas in college and that's why we're here now. And that's why we peaked in college. True. The, the good ideas are gone. The the healthy bodies are gone. Uh, downhill. And the achy joints are here. Yeah, exactly. All right. Why don't we get into it by starting on a bright note uh, and start with grinds my gears. What do you think? Perfect. Nothing, nothing would make me happier than hear about you complain about things. Okay. Okay. Another word almost slipped out of your mouth there. all right well i will go first then um so my grinds my gears has to do with uh when you're driving so episode one we talked about flying that was one of my grinds my gears driving on the other hand i love driving okay so i don't have any grinds my gears for physically driving however uh my grinds my gears for this week is when you come to a red light and you're stopped and uh, you know everybody at a red light they'll check their phone and see if somebody texted them or call them or whatever any notifications but it's the people that sit on their phones way too long and and don't keep their head looking up to see if the light has changed that grinds my gears when the light turns red and you're sitting sitting behind somebody and they don't go drives me crazy and uh if you're sitting there going on your phone no problem that's okay keep your head on the swivel that's all i gotta say what do you think an eighth grade football coach any thoughts any thoughts on that one for for once i'll probably agree with you on this i mean being on your phone at at in general, when you're driving is illegal in like all 50 states, I'm sure every country in the world. So I'm, I tend to agree. Um, and then, yeah, it's, it's frustrating too. Like if you are like, if you are going to check your phone, switch songs or something like make it quick. Or if you're going to text your, your girlfriend, like make it quick. Yeah. Um, so give her so a yeah. one word, give her a one word text and see what happens. I, I'm not one to, to honk at people. But, but when, if, I, if I see someone on their phone, like, oh, that's when I will. Yeah, see, and that, that probably surprises you that I have never honked at someone. In my no life. way, stop yeah. it. Yeah, that probably surprises you, but I, I'm not a honker either. I think it's rude. I think when people honk at me, like, because, you know, my grinds my gears, I've done it. I can't say I've never done it. But, like, when I'm sitting there in the light, I literally see the light go from red to green, and I get a honk. It drives me nuts. So that's why I try not to honk because it's just rude. But like, if you're if you're sitting on your phone breaking the law, like, well, don't you appreciate like, oh, like, oh, crap, my bad, you know, I'll go. If it was excessive, yes, but like, they can't wait, you know, less than a second. That's just crazy to me. Like, how big of a rush are you in that you cannot wait for literally half a second? That's fair, but like, I feel like when I when I honk, it's okay. One of two things: a I'm at the light and I know someone's not paying attention. It's like, Hey, you're not going to pay attention until I honk or you're just going to sit on your phone on Twitter or B this might prevent an accident. And like, someone's like swerving in front of me and it's bad. Like I, I don't honk, honk often, but when I do, like, I feel like I need to. You use your honks wisely. Like if someone doesn't see me and they're coming in, like I, I have to lay on it or they're like, they're going to hit me. Okay. That's different. Uh, utilizing your honk to, save yourself and others that's perfectly fine with me it's like people that are impatient and use honks you know what i mean 
That's very, very, very Midwestern of us to, to be anti-honk, but yep. I'm about yep. it. All right. Well, I also have a story that kind of goes along with driving. Uh, it doesn't really relate to that last one, but I just wanted to tell you because when it happened, I had to pull over to the side of the road and write it in my phone notes app because I just couldn't believe what I just saw. But anyways, I was driving through this little town in the middle of uh, Iowa. I was going to Iowa City um, and driving through this little town. The light is green. The light is green and this line of cars is driving through the green light. No problem. We're just driving through. Next thing you know, there's this lady. I don't know if she was a crackhead or what was going on, but she was standing there at the intersection holding her hand up like to stop traffic so that she could walk across the street so i was just in like this i was flabbergasted craig i couldn't believe what i was seeing i was driving and this lady was just standing there like holding her hand up like telling the cars to stop for her when the light was clearly green there's a crosswalk button right there that she could have pressed and just waited to cross the street it, it was just insane that's funny so I, I got a funny story about crosswalks in Louisville. Okay. So in Louisville, they started this initiative to make politicians more approachable. So, you know, when you hit the crosswalk sign, like, oh, I want to cross the street. Yeah. They started recording a bunch of politicians saying like, wait, crossing on Bardstown Road. And so like throughout the city, it's random politicians who, who are at the state level and it's like their voices with the street. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. It's, I, it's super weird. I'm not, I'm not about it. It's, it. I think I have enough of politicians voices from like commercials and election season and things like that, where I don't need it. Like I don't yeah. need to hear some governor telling me to like, hold on, make sure there's no traffic coming. Like yeah, exactly. I don't need that. Maybe like, Maybe like movie characters, like actors, like that'd be characters. That'd be kind of cool, but like a nice little twist. Maybe like an athlete, like, I don't know. Or like John Calipari or something, you know. Or you're in yeah. Louisville, so maybe uh, Rick Pitino. Yeah. yeah. He's like, look both ways. I don't know. Yeah. No politics. I don't need any politics. I, I don't think it's had much success here, so maybe grandma's more effective. Was she, did, was she like well-dressed or was she like in scrubs or? She was not well-dressed. She was not well-dressed. Uh, that's why I said she may have been a crackhead. Um, she looked a little raggedy and she was, she thought that she could like stop traffic. Like she was Moses, like parting the sea, you know, it, it was, it was really a sight to see Craig, but and, and just to, to put a cherry on top of the end of the story is nobody stopped for her. Let's just say that. So maybe if she was like a mother duck and she had some ducklings behind her or something and she was like, hold up, we would have waited, but not for a crackhead. Love it. Love it. <laughs> All right. Uh, gears. Yeah, go I ahead. Actually got it for you. I love it. Let's hear I, it. I feel like since we last talked, there's been a lot of cryptocurrency buzz. And I, I just need people to calm down a little bit, right? Things go up, they go down. You're not brilliant if you make 20 bucks on cryptocurrency. It is the same exact thing. It's not exact, but it's, it's nearly the same exact thing as sports gambling. Like you are gambling with your money and there is a chance it goes up and there's a chance it goes down and the market is priced the way it is so that, I, I mean, I'm a believer in like fair market pricing. So like I, I get that there are some exce exceptions, but generally I think things are fairly priced and like news in the market is like priced into where things are at. So if cryptocurrency is at 20 bucks or whatever, I'm just using this example, like that is, that is a fair price. And if, if you invest in it, like 
it can go up or it can go down and like don't act like you're hot shit if it goes up five bucks so that, that's my take for the week <laughs> okay that's that's a hot take that's a hot take especially nowadays with like bitcoin blowing up dogecoin blowing up have you heard about the doge <laughs> i've heard about the doge okay it's, it's interesting that you bring this up for this episode and just tonight because i've been considering investing in doge well and, and that's fine like invest in it like i'm about that like i think in, in the long run like you'll probably make money most times but don't act like you're brilliant if you invest in cryptocurrency like it is, it is a gamble and i don't know what the percentages are probably like 60 times out of 100 you're gonna make some money and sometimes you're going to win big, but like, also you can lose big with Dogecoin. Like you can lose a lot of money too. That, yeah. That's my only point. Yeah. And that's why I'm hesitant because I don't really have money to lose. Yeah. So uh, like thinking of all the gains is, is cool and really enticing. Like the thing about cryptocurrency and me is that I don't quite understand like stocks, crypto, cryptocurrency, like investments, things like that yet. I'm trying to learn, but I don't quite like understand it yet. So for me, I just feel like I'm missing out. Like when I see and hear about like people that are investing and they're like making a bunch of money from it, I just feel like I'm like I'm like I'm missing out and like I'm being left behind, you know. But see, that, that, that's bad info because like right, like so the stock market. If you were if you have a hundred bucks right now that you can spend, and like you're you're gonna like oh I'm gonna invest a hundred bucks. Yeah, you're gonna make money probably like m- most times out of out of a hundred, but it's not sure money like over 30 years. Yeah. If you invest hundred bucks, you're going to make money. But in the next five years, there's a good chance that you lose most of that money. Like things go up and they go down. It's, it's like gambling on sports. Yeah. It, yeah. It's similar to gambling on sports, but I just think about like, dang, if I would have taken that $75 that I bet on the chiefs for the Super Bowl and put that in Dogecoin, like in February, I mean, that could be like a couple hundred bucks right now. Yeah. Or if the Chiefs would have won, you would have had a couple hundred bucks too. Just yeah, exactly. but they didn't, Craig. The problem is they did not. But yeah, those went up. Yeah. Analogy but, perfected. Thank you. I never, I never really like was enticed by it or like because I, I thought the same way as you. I was like, this is dumb. Like it's pretty much gambling. But the problem is I love gambling. But that's a side bet. And this guy that I've been doing this rotation with, won't say his name. Uh, pretty nice gentleman. He put ten grand into dogecoin in november and he showed me his balance today on his phone and it was at like 160 grand so it's hard to argue with that you know it's like dang i'm missing out like i just felt like i was missing out yeah i i've got lots of thoughts we can we can dive in next episode we should we should start doing a segment like where is dogecoin at and just track it okay yeah we could track it so let's say but my, my whole thing is like, yeah, that, that guy made, so what, 150 grand? But there's probably like 30% chance that that guy loses all 10 grand. And he's like, hey, David, you know, like, you know, he could lose all that next week. You know, it just, it's yeah. not as sure as people make it seem. Yeah, it could, it could tank. And, and he's holding, which is like a huge gamble. Like, like you talk about, like holding versus selling is the part that would really stress me out. Like if I was up $150,000, I would... I would have glass hands and just get rid of it so fast, you know? And then yeah, but, in, yeah. in two years, that could be 1.5 million. Yeah. Yeah. And you've got to figure out taxes and stuff. Like it's, it's, it's complicated. We'll, we'll, we'll get into investment in, 
advice next week. You're right. You're right. That, that's too deep of a topic for right now, but I just wanted to at least sprinkle something in there for you. I, but that's I, a good I, idea. Let, let's track Doge. Let's pretend that theoretically for the sake of this, I'm putting in like thousand dollars right now. Okay. We'll bucks. see where that thousand dollars develops over the time, but um, May, May 7th, we'll see where it's at next episode. Yeah. Fine print. I do not have a thousand dollars to put on Doge, but okay. Let's discuss real quick. Um, the little Nas X shoes. Did you hear about these or do you want me to just explain it quick? Uh, I did, but why, why don't you just discuss this or just explain quick for the, for the audience? Absolutely. So Lil Nas X rapper, he released, uh, well, he was the one that had the song uh, Old Town Road, I think, right? Yeah, that, okay. that is correct. But he released these shoes, limited edition Nike shoes. There's 666 copies made and they had a piece. They were like devil inspired shoes and they had a drop of blood in them, like human blood. So um, side note, most Nikes probably do. But anyways, <laughs> these special edition devil shoes had a drop of human blood and they were selling um, for pretty expensive. I don't remember the exact cost, but he got a lot of a lot of hate for it, but also a lot of publicity. So I don't blame him. Like he's, he's blowing up because of it. But the reason that I bring it up is because I wanted to know it sparked kind of some thoughts uh, for me. Like if you had to picture your version of heaven, what would that be? Because these shoes were kind of like inspired by like the devil and hell and things like that. So it made me kind of flip it and be positive for once and think like, okay, if hopefully we go to heaven someday, like, what do you picture that as your heaven? Like, what are you going to see when you walk up? And, and I don't want to hear like, like my family things like, don't, don't do that. Like lay the scenery for me. It's like walking to the nap center, David. <laughs> okay. Full crowd. It's pink, pink stadium, night. Stadium filled. It's like, what, what was that game where it was just packed in Northern Illinois or something? Yeah, yeah. Drake versus you and I, the pink game. Just, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, I think like, I don't know. You said not to say family, but like seeing all your friends and family there, it'd be like, I don't know. I love like tossing the football around or playing basketball or just, just doing like chill yard games, throwing a disc golf around, playing bocce ball. You know, maybe everyone has like an IPA in hand or something like that. And just okay. socializing with the ones you love. So your version of heaven and is a dart. Weather, you know? Your version of heaven is basically a darty. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> Okay. I like that. I like that. I love darties. So I'm all in on your version of heaven. Hopefully I'm there without an IPA. I want at least like a, a Budweiser or a seltzer or something like that. Yeah. we, we got, There's lighter beers for those that are soft. That works too. Okay. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, my version of heaven. Thank you for asking. Um, yeah. I would say I'm walking up for the first tee on a beautiful golf course. It's a perfect golf course. It's a perfect day. It's like sunny in 73. There's a very, very slight breeze. Okay. And there I'm riding a nice golf cart. No, change that. I'm walking. However, I have a caddy carrying my golf clubs. Okay. okay. There, there it is. And then, I have, and then I have another caddy that has a cooler that they're rolling around that has beers. Okay. And that, that is my version of heaven. I think just, uh, just playing a beautiful round of golf, perfect weather with a caddy and a nice cooler with a nice cooler full of beer. I like that. That's the life. <laughs> All right. That's perfect. Thank you for participating. I appreciate it. Did you hear about the battle of the Joshes? 
the, the, the pool noodle fight or whatever. Yes, yes. Yeah. So a long time ago, I think like a couple of years ago even, this uh, Facebook group chat started with all these Joshes. And um, they basically said on this date at this time, at these coordinates, it was like a longitude and latitude coordinates, we're going to meet and have a battle to see who the best Josh is. And the best, the best Josh wins, basically. So I just thought there was like such a bizarre concept. And, and at first I was just like, oh, that's kind of funny. And uh, side note, side story. Um, I have like 15 friends on Facebook that are all named David Wood that just added me because we have the same name. That's and, awesome. And we wish each other a happy birthday, like when, it, when it's our birthdays and things like that. There's no reason that we're friends. We don't know each other, but our names are David Wood. So we're, so we're friends on Facebook. You're, you're, you're serious, but like they all added you. I'm dead serious. Yeah. Is that a trend? I don't know. I don't know if it's a trend, but we, we're all named David Wood. I have like probably 10 to 15 friends that are all David Woods. That's hilarious. Yeah, one, okay. one, of, one of them got a little weird like a couple of years back, so I had to block him. But the rest of the David Woods are pretty chill. So this reminded me of this Josh scenario. And then I thought it was just kind of like, you know, a joke. And then I saw like on Twitter that like they actually met up. And they actually yeah. had like this massive pool noodle fight. And this little <laughs> kid, I don't know if you, I think he was like the one that started it all like uh started this whole thing and he won like they raised him up and like he won like this plaque or something but it was pretty cool that's awesome yeah i know that was fun i want to see i, I pulled I, up I, a... I do i do wish that go ahead sorry oh i was just gonna say i do wish that they did in a way when which was like an actual winner like that would have been super fun if like there was a real like the, the goat josh you know yeah yeah, like an actual battle. What do you want, like with swords, like real swords, or what? I don't know. I don't know. Like I don't know. S some some real competition that you can measure. That's yeah, pretty awesome. That would be cool. But here, here's a little picture. I thought this was pretty sweet. He's got the Burger King crown on. Like it doesn't get much better than that. He's got a he's got some wrestling belt that he's lifting up, yeah. hoisting him up in the air. Just the battle of Josh's was a big big success. Twins hat fitting in the background. Yeah, there you go. Shout out the Minnesota Twins. All right. Well, that was that. I mean, I didn't really want to dive in too deep with that, but, uh, but thanks a fun one. yeah, that was a fun one. I thought that was pretty cool. Pretty cool moment. But, uh, um, I think you had a few things you wanted to discuss. What do you think? Yeah. Um, wanted to get your thoughts on the NFL draft and Justin Fields in, in, in general. Okay. I, I figured, yeah, I, I'm, I'm assuming that you're pretty excited, but yeah. Just like to like in five years when he's a bust, just want it in video recording right now. Okay. All yeah, we'll go back and watch this. I will bet you my one thousand dollars worth of Doge that he is going to be a Pro Bowler. Okay. But I think I think that he will be successful. Um, I know some Bears fans had some concern with like his lack of hype when he got drafted by the Bears. Like he was not excited. He looked pissed. Um, but I think that was the fact that he fell to eleven. Um, yeah. he was a number one prospect coming out of high school. He was a quarterback of Georgia and then a quarterback of Ohio state. He was like a highly touted NFL prospect his whole career. And then for some like random reasons, he just dropped. Um, so he was pretty bummed about that probably. So I'm not too concerned about that. I think he's excited to play for Chicago. Yeah. You'll come around to that. Yeah. Didn't, uh, didn't the Vikings draft, uh, Kellen Mond? They did. Yeah. What well, they're going to if they fell to him, but they didn't. So yeah, what do you think of Kellen Mond? I'm mean, like, here, here's my thing. Like, I wish the Vikings would have gotten Fields, but 
I, 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 I think what the Bears paid was a lot. You think so? I don't think they paid too much. They only gave up like one first rounder and a third and a fourth, I think. Yeah, but that, that's a I mean, that's a lot for a guy for, for like historically. Like, I, I guess I need to pull some numbers on this, but like, what's the chance that a first round quarterback in the NFL pans out like 30%? That, that's my only take is like, I, I'm glad the Vikings didn't pay that price. Do I like Justin Fields and do I think he's going to pan out? Like, probably. Like, I think he's a good prospect. He's yeah. exciting. No, I, I don't hate that take. Um, I don't hate it. And if you saw, uh, you were talking about stats a little bit or numbers. Uh, someone tweeted after that pick, like the total fourth quarterback selected in the past like 20 years, and they're all garbage. Every yeah. last one of them is garbage. And like obviously Fields is better. Like he's a he's an amazing fourth quarterback in the draft. But like I just I'm not sure that like I remember when Blake Bortles was the next like he was the surest thing. Like we're like if he's not the next Peyton Manning, like we're living the apocalypse, you know? So yeah. I just think that quarterbacks, when you're drafting them, aren't as sure as people expect. But I, I'm excited for the Bears. Um, excited that Rodgers might be leaving the, the NFC North too. So. Dude, fingers crossed that he dips out of there and does Jeopardy full-time. If Kirk Cousins is the, is the best quarterback in the NFC North next year, I guess I'll, I'll buy $1,000 in Dogecoin. <laughs> that would be bizarre. I, I really hope that he bails out, but I just don't see it happening. I think he's a big bluffer. He's like all talk, all smoke screens. I just don't believe in it. So, something to monitor. Maybe we can maybe we can play like uh, um, armchair psychologist next week about for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and this will probably be like – who knows in a couple months, this will be like a terrible take and they'll be like, wow, David actually doubted that he was like dead serious and whatever. And maybe he'll be full-time on jeopardy. Like at that point, but <laughs> that would be awesome. That, yeah. That's what I'm hoping for. So I would love that. I'd love that. <laughs> okay. So Justin Fields, future pro bowler, uh, Kellen Mond, future pro bowler as well. Well, I mean, that, that's the thing with Kellen Mond. Like I'm not, I think there's probably like a 30% chance that he's like a decent starting quarterback in the NFL, but like, I'm happy that we took the initiative to be like, oh, Kirk Cousins isn't going to be around forever. He's on a bad salary. Let's draft a quarterback. And, you know, also, like, let's not overpay for it. So I don't have a take other than I think the, the where we took him was fair. Yeah, I think the overpaying thing um, from a Bears fan perspective, I don't mind it because, dude, we've been in, like, the trenches of hell with our quarterbacks in the last oh, – sure. my whole my whole lifetime, I mean. It makes sense for the Bears. I'm glad the Vikings didn't pay that. Okay, that's fair. Well, you're already paying a quarterback like $80 million a year. So, yeah, okay. Makes sense, yeah. Uh, I, I wanted to hear about uh, how the Kentucky Derby was because you're obviously there in Louisville, and uh, we were going to film last weekend, but you were um, going to the Kentucky Derby, which that's awesome. I'm super jealous. So tell the uh, listeners and, and viewers uh, about that experience, please. Uh, yeah, Derby was fun. I actually went to the event. I lost money. Not too much, though. Um, Should have put it on uh, Doge, my friend. Yeah. Um, but it, it was fun. Um, lower capacity, which was, you know, I, I, which was not, which was good because I feel like it would have been overwhelmed had it been normal because it was like quarter capacity. And like, I can't imagine being four times that. But um, talk to Aaron Rodgers. He was there. I just said, hey, man, come to Vikings when you're ready. He said, cool, see you in three years. That was fun. Um, other than that, had some mint juleps, got dressed up. It was a good time. Um, 
I think it would be much better at like lower capacity. Like you can spread out a little bit, like have a little oh, bit of no, space. See, like, yeah. Sporting events are amazing at lower capacity. Yeah. It was like, I, yeah, no. It, every, all, all, the only thing that I've heard is that it's absurdly packed and like not feel, and obviously because of COVID, like it was good not to feel that, but like it would have, it was so much more enjoyable because it wasn't that. So, is that the first time that you've been physically there? Yeah. Yeah. You, you've like celebrated it before and like wore all the clothes and partied for it, right? Last year, yeah, I, I went to a, a small derby event, like party, um, but wasn't at the event. So, okay. Yeah. I, I can picture you in like the preppy clothes, but I, I guess I didn't realize you didn't go to the actual thing. It's, it's a big pastel event, that's for sure. Um, yeah. I can send you, I can send my outfit out later. Speaking of that, Speaking of fancy outfits, um, I also heard that you had a wedding a little bit ago and there was a little bit of a conundrum with your outfit. What happened? Yeah, so I was, I was asked to be in a wedding. It was kind of late because the guy who got married, the guy who was going to officiate the wedding went to Europe to do mission work recently and that was kind of a new development. So someone who was in the wedding got bumped to be the officiant and then I got bumped from being an usher to being in the wedding. Um, and because I found out late, I went to Men's Warehouse to order my clothes and ordered like a you know a nice Kenneth Cole suit or whatever and my pants didn't come in time because they were stuck in the Suez Canal so while y'all were laughing about like a Twitter meme my pants are literally on that boat and weren't in time so I had a mismatching suit oh yeah that's brutal what and it was like a weird colored suit too it's not like you can just like find the pants that match it, it was navy I found some that were like close um, you know, you, I don't think you could tell unless you're really looking, but yeah, that would have been funny to look at like the lineup of groomsmen and then your, your pants were just like plaid when everyone else had like yeah. solid Navy or something. There was very little pattern. So you couldn't really tell, but for the, it, it, the, the wedding was in green Bay. So for those that had not as much spotted cow as others, you know, you might be able to tell a little bit, but yeah. Green Bay. When was this wedding? Uh, two, three. Now it was. May 14th, May 17th, so. April 17th? Yeah, April 17th. I'm back with my months, David. (laughs) Okay, I was going to say, we're currently filming this on May 7th, so uh, either Craig's a time traveler or he got the months mixed up. But um, No, that's a cool story. That's pretty funny. Do you think the guy that was driving that ship uh, was on his phone and that was a problem? Kind of tied For sure, yeah. Well, probably grandma was trying to pass through the canal and stopped everything. You know? Yeah, yeah, held up her hand, and then the guy was like, oh, skirt, and had to turn to the side, so he didn't hit her, maybe. It's a possibility, <laughs> I guess. Whatever it was, it made me and David mad, so it yeah. made my grinds my gears. I'm sorry about your pants. That, that should have been on your grinds my gears, too, is that the boat driver. We, we can dig into that next week. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, put that on the back burner. Yeah. All right, what else do you want to talk about? We just have a little bit of time left. Yeah, I, I got two shout-outs. And then I think we can go to a top three. I've got some red flags, but we'll save that for the next next show. Okay. Um, I want to shout out Coach Allison, Drake women's coach. Uh, she was the assistant. And then Jenny Branchick went to Oklahoma, right? Yes, sir. Um, so I think – I mean, I'm a big Allison fan. I thought that she was pretty awesome. Um, I think brings a lot of energy and really, really good person. So I was really excited about that hire. So shout out Allison. And then also shout out to David Wood for starting his uh, rotation or not, 
uh, what's it called? <laughs> a residency. Residency. The other R word. The residency in Iowa City in, in next week. Next week. Next month. Next month. I graduate next week. Congratulations, David. Yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Yeah, I remember just two short years ago when I got to see you walk across that stage, Craig. A special moment, really. Yeah, truly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, shout out Allison Pullman. Shout out Jenny Moranchak making big moves to Oklahoma. Uh, Big 12 basketball, that's, that's legit. And uh, one cool thing that I took away from that is she hired Chantel. Uh, so Chantel yeah. is going from Arkansas to uh, coach <laughs> at Oklahoma. That's, that's pretty dope. So I'm excited for Chantel. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, good shout-outs. I, I appreciate that shout-out. Thank you very much. Um, all right, let's roll right into top three. Top three today, it's a segment I don't think we've done it yet in the first two episodes. But it's something we're bringing into this show. Uh, did not do it on the radio show. But top three today is – Basically, we're going to have a category, and you're going to say what your top three is in that category. It's kind of similar to, like, I listen to a podcast, and I do the Mount Rushmore of things, so, like, their top four, basically, in no order. It's not and as creative as that. Yeah, yeah, this is definitely not as creative, but we'll, we'll do a little spinoff top three today. So what I want to talk about today, the, the topic for today is cereals. Top three cereals, go. Uh, number three, anything but Raisin Bran. Okay. Number two, Quaker Oats granola. It's sold at Costco in those big bags. I don't know if you've ever had that. Straight fire. Okay. Number one, Captain Crunch. <laughs> Original or berries? I don't discriminate, but I, I like the berries. Okay. I was about to say I like the original. But you're probably going to bleed from the from the top of the mouth if you're eating the original Captain Crunch. <laughs> they are very sharp. Be please be careful, uh, fans, if you're going to eat some Captain Crunch. But uh, okay, that, that's a, a pretty terrible list, I will say. But um, I will start with number three. Um, I'm going to have to go with Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Okay, wow. shout out. Uh, let's discuss from episode one. Uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch minus shrimp. Okay, that's my number three. Uh, so no shrimp tails in there, please. Um, number two, I'm going to go Reese's Puffs. Uh, Reese's Puffs slap. Um, drinking the milk after, after the, the milk uh, kind of mixes with the cereal. Slaps. I almost had, I've almost put them on. They were my fourth. But... Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, well, you could have put that instead of anything but uh, Raisin Bran. <laughs> no, no. Raisin Bran is just that bad where I, I had to. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Number one, this is going to surprise you. This is going to surprise a lot of people. Many people probably haven't tried it. O's. O's. Okay, good. Have you had O's? I have. O's slap. So different. And I'm living with my grandma currently, and she keeps O's on deck. They are always stacked in the drawer. This is where I first had them, first discovered them. They slap. And if you are laughing watching this video, please give O's a shot because they are incredible. Peaked in college, sponsored by O's. (laughs) Yeah, I can't wait to get sponsors, dude. We're going to have O's, Budweiser, Whatever you want, I don't know. <laughs> who, who makes those? Is it General Mills or? I did not prepare for that question. Yeah, I think General Mills sounds right. I'm like, oh, Post, Post, okay. Post, yeah, shout out Post. Those yeah. are incredible. They are, they are very under the radar cereal. All right, well. I'll, I'll have to try them again. I haven't had them for some time, but. Please, uh, please give it a shot. And then. Maybe I'll try your granola uh, crunch, the number two. Anyways. But O's are honey, right? Uh, essentially, yeah. Okay. Well, it's off, David. 
Yep. All right. Well, I think that about wraps it up, Craig. What do you think? I think that's, that's a good show. Yeah. Let's keep it short and sweet this week and probably every week uh, from now on. Um, we'll try not to take such a long hiatus between episodes going forward. Uh, we're both just very busy. Uh, Craig, especially with his work um, and me finishing up school. So we just got to do that. And then uh, we'll try to get a little more frequently here. Sounds good. Peace out, brother. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for chatting. Yeah.